Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Liquid Wisdom Podcast, where we take the fear out of everyday life one episode at a time. So if you're not scared, let's jump into the deep end right now. And please, don't pee in the pool. How's it going? Welcome back. Liquid Wisdom Podcast, Episode 3. Thank you, everyone, for the outpouring support, continued outpouring support. Thank you for everyone that has been encouraging me. I know I said this before, but I just feel like I I wouldn't be myself if I didn't take the time to thank the people who helped me get to this point. You know, all of you, no matter what small sum you may think, are vital to this podcast. And I do it for all of you. And that's what matters to me. Helping to spread positivity and arming you with knowledge. So thank you so very much. You know, this this particular episode was going to go in a different trajectory. I was going to talk about something a little bit different. However, since we last, since you last visited, I've been noticing a lot of bad things out there. And how it's been affecting uh, others that I have come to know friends, and family. I'm talking about toxicity. It's everywhere. And my goodness, there are so many positive people out there, but it seems like toxicity is just rearing its ugly head. So we're going to take a deep dive into toxicity today. And you know what? Next week, that's right, next week, I'm going to go into a little bit more about narcissism and how that plays into uh, toxicity. But oh, I'm sorry. What am I doing? Take a seat. Take a seat. Take a seat. No, let, let's 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 go ahead and do this thing. So we're we're going to talk about taking the fear out of letting go of a toxic situation. Okay. Now, many of us face toxic people at various points in our lives. Everyone has, whether it be a friend, a partner, family member, or coworker. It can be tough to recognize their behavior as toxic, sometimes even tougher to get out of that situation. This episode will help you recognize toxic behavior, maintain your mental health and positivity, very important, and find ways to remove yourself from that toxic influence and keep from repeating the cycle. So I'm sure you're asking me, so liquid, what? What do, you, what do we mean by toxic behavior? Well, I mean, th- this can be the, the boss that always intimidates or threatens you. This can be uh, the parent that demands unyielding loyalty. You know, you, you've met some like that, I'm sure. Uh, the, the friend that manipulates you or the romantic partner that controls your behavior. Signs of an unhealthy relationship can include um, you know, like the relationship is one, one-sided, one right? You, you feel as if you're putting in more than you're receiving. You, you may spend most of your time people-pleasing with no thought to your own wants and needs, okay? The other person expects you to read their mind. You're a psychic. You should know how I'm feeling, right? You're, you're always walking on eggshells trying to anticipate their needs. That's not cool. Or you, you feel depressed, 
angry, anxious, or drained every time you're around this person. I know a lot of you have been there, myself included. You know, you, you always feel negativity, criticism, or disrespect from the other person. They undermine you. They never take responsibility for their own faults or actions. You know, you, you don't feel comfortable saying no to them. That was a very powerful word, by the way. And you, you don't feel as if you can truly be yourself around them. Here, here and you know, the thing is, here, here are some of the ways you know, we fall into or sometimes stay in toxic situations. Some relationships can't be avoided, such as being born to a toxic parent. For other relationships, you may end up ignoring initial warning signs. Sometimes you go in with rose-tinted glasses. It happens. Um, some, some warning signs to look out for in these sort of situations, especially if entering a new relationship. Th this is how we fall. We believe every excuse or ignore the hypocrisy between their statements and their actions. Right? They make us focus on our faults and ignore their own. Boy, oh boy. They provoke us. Then accuse us of unhealthy behavior when we react. They make you wait for uh, the attention, praise, or affection that never comes. They, they may have a love bond. You right? And, and here's, here's, what, here's what love bond means. It means they went all out with the affection to snag you in the beginning. You know, when they're wooing you or courting you. I know I'm using outdated words, but you get it. The initial stage of relationship, right? And then abandon you when you're all in. You know, th this behavior can become a Sour Patch Kid cycle. You've seen the commercials before. Um, first it's sour, then they sweet. <laughs> and, and then and you stay, you know, waiting for the sour to end and the sweet to return. You know, uh, some, you, some can ask the question, you know, why do we stay in these situations? Well, for starters, they hang promises over your head, never to deliver. And this could be things like marriage, fidelity, uh, kids, etc. You, you, you also may stay due to fear of being alone or, or, or fear of leaving one situation just to end up in something worse. It could be a case of, you know, the knowing the devil you you know or the one you don't. Sometimes the one you know is the one you, you choose to stay with rather than the unknown. That happens. You know, or you, you sometimes you stay because they are great at manipulating you. Here's the most important thing, though. That's not a fault of yours. Not a fault of yours. I want to I want to really emphasize that. They work at manipulating you while you are only working on making things better. You know, time invested can be also be a factor. You know, you don't want to feel like all the time you spent with that person is time wasted. And another aspect is love. They may still be there may still be some positive feelings, you know, toward that person that can be hard to let go. Now, I know I've bogged you down with a lot of bombshells, okay? But here, here's where things get better because the next part is about recognizing your strength. This is very important. 
So even though, you know, the, the toxic half of the relationship may make you feel weak, you're stronger than most people realize. You have gone through a lot without losing your sanity. So incredible in this day and age, for sure. Your positivity and your drive to create a better life for yourself is also another incredible thing. Now, whether you aren't in a place to leave yet or you're taking steps to distance yourself from the situation, here are some helpful tips. First, if they are responsive to it, tell the person how you feel. It's, it's key. Set boundaries and let them know when they are overstepping these boundaries. Okay? Make time and space for yourself so you are not pleasing someone else 24-7. Work on maintaining your mental health. What, what's so great about you? And I don't mean that condescending. What I mean is Write it down. Discover new things about yourself you never knew before or some things you, you may used to do and discover those things again. Remember re what makes you an awesome person and hold on to it. All right. Keep up hobbies and friendships if possible. You know, if, if they are a great way to build self-esteem and distance yourself from the toxic person. Another thing you can do is talk to a trusted friend, family member that may have some insight or, uh, or help you, you know, with the plan of escape if needed, you know, and build as much build as much of a support system as possible. One thing, another thing you can do is uh, practice mantras, you know, and, and broken records, you know, to, to use on the toxic person. Now, uh, you're probably asking what a mantra is. Some of you do, and you know, some of you don't, which is fine. So, so here's the thing. A mantra is an inner phrase for your well-being. Say to yourself, this is their pattern. I will not play a part in it. Okay? Broken records are phrases you can say to the other person to make them feel validated without diminishing your feelings. That's the key. You can say something like, I understand you feel this way because of XYZ, but let's stay focused on the issue at hand. Sometimes a simple one-word answer would do the trick now be aware it might get the other person angry in this process but they really can't do anything because you are validating their argument all right let me let me let me give you an example okay hey did you did you clean the dishes today you know uh, i get tired of seeing dirty dishes in the sink after a long day yes you, you should have more respect for me and keep things uh, clean more often. Do, do you even care about how things look in this house? Yes. Are you even listening to me? Yes. And so on. <laughs> you know, keep answers short to avoid being drawn into the argument. And sorry for the mean voice. I was just trying to <laughs> show you uh, both, both aspects of it. All right. Now, after realizing all these things, you know, you're probably going to ask, you know, how do you get out of the toxic situation? Now, uh, if, if the toxic situation is in the workplace, you can start by telling the person involved about how their behavior affects you. If, if that doesn't work, you know, move up the chain to a supervisor or manager. Don't, don't explain how that person's behavior makes you feel. Explain how their behavior affects your productivity. 
giving examples helps. Sometimes management cares more about the bottom line than your feelings. That's an unfortunate but very much real reality. Showing them concrete examples of how a person's behavior decreases your productivity might spur them into action. If that doesn't help, see if there's another department you may want to transfer to. If you need a new workplace entirely, there are several ways to seek new employment. One way is to network with coworkers, uh, friends, family, etc. You can use temp agencies or search engines such as Glassdoor, Indeed, or LinkedIn. You know, often uh, you can go directly to company websites and search their job listings uh, page, you know, to find opportunities not posted on nationwide job boards. That's very important. You know, if the toxic person is a loved one, find a friend or someone you can you trust to talk and or create a plan if needed. Real and realize that it's not your job to save anyone. It's not. Okay, we all have things we deal with in this world. It's not your job to save anyone. I just want to reemphasize that again. Know that once you try to remove yourself from that person's presence, they may resist. They may even increase their tactics. Remind yourself that you are demonstrating that the tactics no longer work on you. Don't be pulled into a crisis and don't engage in every fight. This is what they're looking for. Negativity. Don't be too nice. Toxic people rely on your kindness. Your, your kindness is a blessing. Don't let them take advantage of it. Make, make a plan and stick to it, especially if the person is dangerous. Save money to move out, record the abusive behavior, or even get a restraining order. And this is honestly, this leads into the most important aspects of this entire process. And honestly, that is how to heal and end the cycle because you don't want to repeat it. You can start by continuing to uh, put into practice the helpful tips mentioned earlier. Make time for yourself, your hobbies, for friends, because it's a, it's a good starting point. You know, throw yourself into possibilities of now, you know, which help you not to focus as much on the pain of the past. Seek out counseling if necessary. Forgive the toxic person for their imperfections. Then forgive yourself. Because you have to remember, forgiveness is more for your health than theirs. You know, there's going to be things you wished were different. You know, things you wish went differently, you know. But the best part of moving on is leaving the what ifs behind you. Practice positivity. PositivePsychology.com and EnlightenmentPortal.com are two sites that have great tips for positivity. I use it all the time. Realize you deserve your best life. We each only get one. You, only, you get so many chances to live life, but you only get one life to live. Isn't that incredible? And you deserve to make the most out of yours. Now, <clears throat> I thank you so much for being with me on this part one of this uh, two-part toxicity conversation we're going to have. Now, given how 
nuanced this next subject goes, I'm going to have you come back and see me next week. So don't be late. I'm going to be here, and I hope you are too. We're going to talk about narcissism and how that plays into uh, toxicity. Just, you know, just as a reminder, just in case you forgot. So come back here. <laughs> And we'll continue this conversation and we'll go into a more of a part two. I thank you so much for coming back to visit me for episode three. You all are an amazing, incredible people. And your gift is only a couple of decisions away from being discovered. Take care. I'll see you next week. All right, all right. Pool hours are over. Don't want you catching the cramp. Tell you what, come on back for a swim soon and we can catch up on life. In the meantime, check me out on Twitter at Formless Liquid. You can also find this podcast on Buzzsprout and SoundCloud. Just type in Liquid Wisdom Podcast and boom, you're there. Catch you later.